Howdy, welcome to the podcast. Is everybody doing today? I did it again. You guys, this is like the third time we've tried to record because of mic issues, and I'm asking you guys how you're doing, and you can't respond. So, oh, we're off to a, good, a smooth start this morning. How are you doing, Bobby? I couldn't be better. I'm in a great mood today. You know, I don't I'm, know what's I'm, going on. I'm glad. I woke Nobody, up at 6 a.m., just like awake. You know how sometimes you just wake up and you're just like, wow, all right, I'm, I'm alive. Yeah. And so I did that and then I went to to the golf course and played, you know, I didn't play golf. I just hit the driving range. There's all these old dudes there. It's amazing. It's like the same old guys that are retired every day, but they're all like old rich dudes. Tending his garden and and golfing in the morning. I did. Yeah. So I went, you know, (laughs) hit some shots, came back here, went out, like checked on my plant and then checked on the birds. We have a whole bird nest. I'm in a very zen place in life right now. I'm not going to lie to you. So I just went back there and checked on the birdies and uh, came back here. And now I made myself an espresso. So I just, I don't know. I'm just in a good living, place right now. Living your best life. Living your best life. I really, but, you know, I feel like you going out and golfing every morning. You hear the munchkin? <laughs> that is the sound. That is a terrifying sound. The munchkin giggle. Yeah. You know, I feel like you... <laughs> this is funny. Okay. So guys, our topic today is what if I don't want to go back to work? What should I do? And the reason I just said that was funny is because if you have kids, you might be dying to go back to work right now. You might be over this homeschooling thing and ready to go back. But at the other hand, you know, Bobby here's talking about going golfing every morning and clearly doing whatever he wants for his schedule, living his best life. And so you might have gotten a little taste of this quarantine that we've been in for years and go, man, I really don't want to go back. I don't want to do the job thing. I don't want to go be around people or I don't want to be in the cubicle or I want to work from home or whatever. And so what do you do? And so that's kind of the the topic of the day, you know, kind of help give you a plan if that's the route you want to go. You quit your and job right now. You just send <laughs> an email to your boss, just quit your job, just do it. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, that worked out for Bobby. But no, I think it would be misleading if we didn't start off by saying like, the first thing you should do is like, talk to your company about potentially working remotely, at least part of the time forever now. I think that a lot of companies are going to start being more open to that, you know, because, because people are still getting stuff done. So I think that's kind of the first thing is like, you know, go read the negotiation section of the four hour work week or whatever, and then try and negotiate staying home for a little bit, even if it's three days a week or something. I think like that, that would be kind of thing number one I would do if you don't want to go back. So I just wanted to at least mention that. I don't know if you have anything to add on to that, but I felt like before we say quit, that should be addressed. It's totally possible. I mean, like my director of operations, Maddie, she does my stuff on the side, but she's full time and she works for a startup and she's, I mean, she works remotely. One of my best friends that I go and 
and play golf with <laughs> like every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works for a uh, consulting company that works with oil companies, basically. Like it's not something you would ever think is a remote job, but he works from home. And he just, he asked him if he could work from home. And it's just, there are a lot of benefits to it, especially for the, I think as, as we move forward with this, I think a lot of companies are going to realize that they don't have to rent an office space and pay thousands and thousands of dollars per month on commercial real estate places, right? right? Like they're going to go, oh, wow, you know what? We can save a whole lot of money on overhead if we just have our people work from home and they're going to be happier. They're going to like their job more. And it's it's interesting. I mean, I saw Facebook the other day. Uh, they're letting people work from, from home. Uh, Google's talked about it. Like I think now that these bigger companies are starting to make that move and they're, you know, those are the tech companies that so are probably a little bit closer. But I think now that a, a lot of these larger companies are seeing that it's a viable option I think more companies are going to do it. And so I do think you have a little bit more leverage right now, especially if you have been working from home and it's been working uh, and right. you've been doing a good job. I think you do have some leverage to go into your boss and be like, hey, you know, I, I really enjoyed this. Like it made me like my job a whole lot more. You know, can I do this? Right. I'm getting, I can get more done. Yeah. I'm getting more done. So, yeah. It's, it's also interesting because I think a lot of companies over the last eight weeks have learned that there were a lot of face-to-face meetings that could have been emails. Oh, God, you know? I know. And y'all knew it, and we knew it, but the boss didn't know it. And now the boss is starting to see it. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't say one of the biggest reasons that I left teaching, but it was a factor. I mean, there were so many times where we had these meetings that lasted for so long, and it was like we'd have multiple meetings a day, and I, it was like why are we doing that? Like, why are we meeting just to meet? You know, and, I, and I've talked to so many people that they have that same experience. And I don't know if it's just like managers feel like to be a good manager or uh, they have to meet with their team a lot, or it's just like, they feel like you're getting stuff done when you do that. But man, you and I hate meetings now, or at least I right. do. And I, yeah. I tell my team, like, I'm in the process of bringing on a new assistant and it's going to be like, I don't do meetings. <laughs> like I don't do meetings unless we really, really need to. I don't. Yeah. There's very specific situations. Like there's sometimes it is better to just like hop on and chat about something. Yeah. Like instead of trying to go back and forth, especially if it's going to be, you know, you and I have figured out like if there's going to be something that like we really need to discuss or debate on something, like it's better to talk face to face where you can see each other's emotions and tone of voice and everything instead of misreading something via text or whatever. Or just like if you're unsure about a decision and you're going back and forth and back and forth, now it's a 45 minute thing instead of a 10 minute thing. So there's definitely times, but the point being, you know, I think a lot of bosses have started to realize that there's a lot of, I think, realizations that have come out of this whole thing of like how businesses can be operated and that it can still be effective. And I think a lot of people were like, I need my minions under my thumb right. so I can make sure they're being productive. And people are starting to realize that like when you let people do things in their own pace, in their own environment, that they're getting as much or more done. In a lot of cases, you know, I think there's stuff, I know, my wife works for Coca-Cola and she's dealing with some stuff with the plant where it's like, there are certain things she can only do at the office. So I think obviously it's job dependent, but so that's kind of the first thing. And then the next thing is like, you don't have to continue in a job that you don't like, you know? And I think a really good example, we had, you talked on an email uh, yesterday about kind of like what motivates you. And you'd asked our, our, subscribers, you know, what motivates y'all. And we had a lot of different responses and stuff. And and we had one from Brian and he wasn't talking. Well, I mean, he was like, I just realized I wasn't meant for people telling me what to do. And I wasn't, you know, meant for 
being in a job. He's like, I just was kind of meant to be an entrepreneur. And so now he's discovered, you know, he's started a business and he's really thriving, you know, and he's like from his work, he's got like, he's doing some work for a golf club and they've given him a complete, you know, country club membership for free, you know, in exchange. And then he's earning like 7k a month, you know, doing marketing for these different businesses. And he's just really in a really great place right now. And so you might be in that position where you're going like, this ain't for me, you know, I don't like what I'm doing or I don't like the structure. You know, I worked where I was in the office, you know, like one, I had to be there on Mondays and then I might go in one other day of the week, but I was really working from home a lot. And so I knew that that worked well for me, but I really figured out quickly that I was the weirdo that enjoyed the study of law, but man, I didn't like the practice of law. And yet here I was starting law school, I was doing these business things and it was the same kind of thing. I had a fitness business and it was like, man, I actually don't like the fitness space. And I didn't like answering questions about fitness all the time. But when people would talk to me about, like I enjoyed building my business. And when people would talk to me about the marketing and the business side of things, like I just really got excited, you know, and I just, it brought me a lot of energy. And so I kind of found out like, man, I was like in the wrong field and then I had started the wrong business, but I needed to be a business owner, right? And so you might be feeling that either the, I want to work from home or the, I don't like what I'm doing. That same letter Brian wrote us, he talked about like, he did some marketing work or something. And he was like, it was the first time I felt like this is something I enjoy. Like I'm happy doing it. And before that, he hadn't really been happy doing any of the different things that he tried to do. Yeah. And I think that happens. I mean, I've seen that since I got into this like online business space uh, and back in 2015, uh, there, it was like weird. It was like I got into this whole blogging thing and, and then I realized there's this whole world outside of blogging where it's like, there, I've just seen so many stories of people that had a job that they really didn't like who were just like me where I was a band director. I didn't, I was okay at it. And then, but I just didn't really feel like I loved it. And I, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And so then I tried the online business thing and I was just like, this is really cool. Even when I wasn't making any money, I was like, I like doing this, you know, stumble onto marketing and then the blog got bigger and all that stuff. But I've seen so many people that have done things like, you know, made careers out of freelance writing. Like I have people that write for me and for us, for laptop empires that just, they write from home full time. People like, like Maddie, like I talked about earlier. I mean, she does like operations and people management that kind of stuff. She does it remotely. You know, I'm about to hire an assistant. You know, there's people that just do virtual assistant stuff remotely. And there, so there's just a lot. It's like you can either be a business owner and go out and like start a blog or start a marketing agency or start whatever, or you can be somebody that works for those people. And there's just a lot of opportunity right now. And it's only growing because I think more people are shifting to online businesses. So there's just like, you know, if you are in that place where you're not enjoying what you're doing, or you feel like you picked the wrong thing, or you got a taste of this, you know, stay at home stuff, and you're like, I want to do more, there is a lot of opportunity for it out there. You just have to kind of get started somewhere. And then you kind of, we've seen people go like for Facebook side hustle, we've seen people do Facebook side hustle, and then like kind of follow the blueprint and then crush it. They're making 5k a month or 10k a month doing what we taught them, or they get into it, they get a couple of clients, and then they kind of like, navigate their, to that they like a lot gateway drug to something else yeah yeah like had a lot of copywriters come out of out of this a lot of seo people website like, design like mm-hmm. they understand like once we teach them how to basically sell their services uh, and do outreach and things like that then they kind of some of them gravitate toward the specific niche niche you know whatever of the online business space that they really really love 
and to me, like, I don't care. I mean, sure, I want everybody that takes Facebook side hustle to run Facebook ads, but if they find their their passion and like we we gave them that gateway, like, right. I'm cool with that. I, I just want that. everybody to crush it, make money. You know, like that's that's really all that matters. Yeah. yeah. And so if if you're here and if you're you're listening to this, because I think what's going to happen is I think people are going to see this, and this is why like this episode wasn't on the calendar, right? Like we were doing some other stuff, and it was like, hey, things are starting to open back up. I actually saw a podcast that was like. I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's really interesting, you know? And then like, I'm talking to my wife, you know, she just came off maternity leave and she went back to work, but she's like working from home all week. And she goes in one day and she has always loved her job and interacting with everybody. And like, she has been ever since she's gone back, it's been like, I'm so uncomfortable when I'm there and people like getting in my space and like all of this, because she's just, you know, she's like worried about, I guess, you know, bringing some home with the baby or, you know, whatever, but it's not just like the virus. It's just like, she's like, I got used to like working from home now. And it's like, I can, even with the kids, like, you know, run around, she's like, I can get things done in these pockets and get the same stuff done. <laughs> she's like, you know, I have people interrupting me at work too. Right. Yeah. But people were interrupting me at work with meetings or with like questions. And I would just have little kids interrupting me. And so, you know, she's just like, I just would rather do this, you know, like work from home like this, except for when I need to go in. And so I think there's a lot of people that are probably feeling that way. So if you're there, what do you do? And I'm just going to make the assumption that you don't want to go like, not that you just don't want to work from home. Like we are, or you don't want to work from the office. We already talked about that, but like, I don't want to go back to that job. So what do you do, right? And the answer is you replace your income. Like there's so many ways to replace an income online. And, you know, it's not just the Facebook side hustle course, you know, that we teach, even though that's like our favorite. There's so many other things. You can flip stuff that you find, you know, at garage sales or in the bulk trash or whatever on eBay for tons of money. Like our buddies at Flea Market Flipper do. You know, you can be selling stuff via Etsy, you know, like you can just make these little digital downloads and you can do that. You can get into the e-com space. You can, you know, you can do freelance work of all kinds. You can become a YouTuber or a blogger. There's so many ways to do it. And there's even more ways than that. We're just talking about the ones that are kind of like in our digital freelancer info product space, which is what we talk about. So you've got a ton of options. Yeah. I mean, I even saw the other day, this is kind of cool. One of my former students, uh, when I was teaching high school, she's selling dice online, like, like uh, the kind that you use in, I guess, like, uh, what is it? Dungeons and dragons or whatever, or what, what's yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. So she started just like making these things and posting pictures of them on Facebook and she like, you know, pours it. I don't know how you make dice, but like she does it and they look incredible. And so I, I like, I've watched her do this for a while. Like, man, I wonder if she's like how she's doing with this. And then she mentioned that she did a sale and then like all of her stuff sold out. And I was like, okay, what's going on? So she, I went to her website. She had a very simple website and I was like looking around. She's selling these dice sets for $120 each. And I was like, whoa, hold on now. And they were all like her whole stock was sold out. And I was like, I need to talk to her because I could probably help her just blow this up. You know, she's not, I don't think she's on Instagram. Like she's just doing it on her personal Facebook, but the dice are beautiful. And I'm like, okay, I can see why some person that's like super into that specific game culture, community, whatever that is. Like I could see why they would commission really nice die. It's, I don't know. It all goes back to yeah. there is something that you can do if you have like a, a skill or a passion, like you can sell it online. You just got to think about like 
you can sell anything where there's a passionate fan base around something. And so when you think about people that are like gamers or like really into fantasy type stuff or specifically like those tabletop games, because I know like some of my cousins are really into that. And these people are going to these places to meet up to do this. They're buying these little figures and stuff a lot of times and that are very expensive and they're putting a lot of time into painting them by hand and building these whole sets and then like playing together. And so there you, you go, okay, spend a lot of time, invest a lot of time in this, a lot of money into this, very passionate about it. And then that's something that can be very unique. That can be very personal. It can be, you know, that there's going to be a demand there. Like in these people are already, if they're already investing time and money and they have a passion about it, like they're going to spend more. So, I mean, that's really, really cool. I'm just giving her a shout out just because it's such a cool thing. And maybe like some of you are into this game, um, sugarbeedice.com. So sugarbeedice.com. Just go check them out. Like she's selling this stuff for, for a lot of money anyway. So, you know, I know that kind of gets us off topic a little bit, but it kind of goes back to like when we're talking about, you know, having these opportunities to do things from home and like you can do anything like the dice thing is a little bit, that's a very, very specific thing, but there are, kind of really two main pathways that people can actually take to make money. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. And she makes these things all the time. And it's like, it's just like resin that she pours and puts stuff in them. And it's like, you know, some nerd in, you know, Hong Kong or like she sells them all over the world. Like just people are into this stuff. So anyway, dude, seriously, like I've seen so many people that are like super into, I know I like, I've got friends that are into that stuff. These are cool. So anyway, you know, obviously the dice thing is, kind of like a niche specific thing and not everybody yeah. yeah like not everybody can go out and like just make dice and sell them for 120 dollars. but i mean that was just to show like you can kind of do almost anything you want online but if you're like the more realistic version of what this looks like we're saying like you you know if you don't want to go back just start an online business there's two paths really um that we see there's you can make money as a freelancer, there's that path, or you can make money as a creator. So a perfect example is like you you can do what I did and you can start you a blog. Do, you can be a Mike or a Bobby. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You can start, and I, ha- I had to switch to be a Mike for a little bit because of, I, because of the way I did it and how I quit my job. But you, know, you can do what I did where you start a blog and you start putting out content, you start creating an audience or, or you know, gathering an audience pretty much. And then over time, you, you can monetize that and that attention that you're bringing into your either YouTube channel or podcast or blog. It's a slower business model. It, uh, actually, it's a lot slower just because you're not going to be able to just make money because you're not jumping on the phone with people and selling things. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Like you're not reaching out to people and selling things. Um, what you're doing is you're, you're building up an asset over time that generates money. Um, there's almost unlimited potential for that business model because it scales, but it does take time. So it's a good option. Like if you want to do something, you know, if you're thinking you want to do something and you have kind of like a little bit of a runway, like if you're like, you know what, I need, I have a year to really build this out and make it cool on the side before I jump and go into it full time. Like that's totally realistic. But if you're like, I am so sick of my job right now and I have to do something else, like, you know, a blog or a podcast isn't going to support you financially <laughs> after like three weeks. Whereas the freelancer side is much different. And Mike, you can probably talk about that a little bit more, but that's where you go and you're selling a service, whether it's freelance writing or marketing or editing, or, you know, I just realized there's like all these people that work for me that do all this stuff <laughs> that they just, they sell their services and they get paid quickly, right. you know? And you can take, you can take a skill that you already possess. If you're a good writer or 
editor, you know, yeah. like you can take something from that. I've seen a lot of teachers that have like gone into like editing. And so like writing is a really popular one. But if you are doing something like if you're really good with graphic design, you know, just passionate about that, or you're good at making social media images, you know how to use Photoshop really well. Like if you know how to edit video, like all of these things, there are businesses that need that stuff. You know, this is what you just look at this and it's like, okay, we have audio editors, we have video editors, we've got graphic designers, we've got writers, we've got editors. Those are like all these different things. Like we have digital marketers that use other platforms that we work with us. Like there's all these different things that we have people. We've got, you know, consultant that helps us with analytics and stuff that are above our little non-tech brains, you know? So there's like, if you have some sort of like skill, because maybe there's a situation where it's like, I really like the work I'm doing. I just don't like, you know, going to work, you know, maybe you can take that same skill and charge a whole lot more for it, doing it on your own. And so, you know, you've got options like that, but freelancing is the fastest way to start making money online. And so if you just want to like ditch the job and you want to start making money, if you have a freelance skill, you can land a client tomorrow. It might take some luck and some work, but like you could. And then if you maybe don't have an in-demand skill and you want to learn one, there are online courses like we have with Facebook Side Hustle. There are YouTube channels that teach stuff like you can self-educate if you want. That's slower, (laughs) but you can do that. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. And then you just need to make sure you're picking something that has a good payout. Like one of the reasons that we always talk about when we promote Facebook ads is because it is so in demand. It's so easy to learn. It pays so well. And it's so non-time intensive. Like you can spend a couple hours setting up an ad and then just let it run and it might run for two months, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's low maintenance and that's really good. And that's, that's why we really believe like that Facebook marketing is kind of like the fastest way to build to a six figure per year income like out there like you can just keep stacking clients and we've seen it over and over and over again um so i think like that's if you're if you're like i can't go back you got to look into freelancing you you know and that and that's you know, if you want like, Hey, this is, you can check out what we recommend, you know, here in the show notes, you can check out our course, or you can go to our YouTube channel and check out the Facebook side hustle series. And it's a free video series. You can start learning about it, but you know, that's a great place to start. Or you can look at all the resources we have all over, just dig through the podcast and dig through the blog on laptopempires.com. There's so many resources on freelancing and we talk about different things with freelancing. So you can start looking there and kind of doing your Google foo, you know, search foo and like finding, uh, you know, finding things, but like there's so many opportunities out there. So you have options, you know, you just have to have the guts to pursue them. Right. And I'm going to make the argument real quick for taking a course on whatever subject. I actually don't care if you take our course or if you are not interested in what we teach and you want to take like a freelance writing course or whatever. We get one of the biggest, you know, quote unquote objections that we get as online course creators are the people that are like, well, can I just learn this stuff on my own? And the first thing I think when I get an email like that is like, okay, if you're so good at researching stuff, you could have answered that question yourself. You could have gone and Googled how to learn stuff on your own instead of asking the course creator if it's possible to learn it on your own. It just doesn't make sense to me when people send me that email. But when I was hiring, or when I'm actually still going through the process of hiring a new assistant, a virtual assistant for Millennial Money Man, the first thing I did was think of the course creator's that I knew or the course creators out there. And I sent them messages like, Hey, do you have any students that would be a good fit for this gig? 
right? Uh, because I know I, I don't care particularly if they have like 10 years of experience being a virtual assistant. That doesn't matter to me. I just need somebody that can do it and that has some training on it. And I, as a business owner, am much more likely to hire somebody that either has a ton of experience or somebody that has gone through some kind of course that they can tell me about. If they told me like, hey, I learned how to do this from Google, I'm probably not going to really hire them. I mean, that's just real, like, that's just real talk. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, I'm going to be, I would like to be your virtual assistant. I Googled this. I'm going to be like, okay, I, I don't think this is probably going to be a good fit, good fit for you. So I think that you should go through a course. And I think the reason that courses work so well is that they're going to not only teach you how to do the thing, but they're going to teach you how to get clients. Like they're going to teach you the ins and outs, the shortcuts to do your work faster. The business side of things usually like, you know, we tell, we tell our students like, do you need an LLC? You know, how do you, like I had questions in my coaching call yesterday where people were like, do I need a, a business account instead of just putting everything in the personal account? Like they're, that's usually handled in a course that teaches freelancing. So I just think if you want to do any of these things, it doesn't matter what it is, freelance writing, editing, podcast, I don't care. Just go take a course on it. Save up the money if you have to, but spend the money on it. Don't, don't fool yourself into thinking that you're going to like actually go and self-teach yourself for the next, you know, three or four months and then go, go out and become a super success. Maybe people do it, but I think the faster route and the easier route is just to take a course on the thing and, you know, get yourself in a network, a community, learn the client outreach. That's going to be a faster path to getting out of your day job and not having to go back to work than pretending you can Google stuff and just become an expert. Yeah. I mean, the, the fastest way to get to where you want to go is to have somebody that's already gone through that journey, tell you how they got there. And that's been any time, you know, Bobby and I have had something like that we want to achieve, like that's been our approach. When, when I wanted to make the jump from kind of a solopreneur freelancer to having a team and building an agency and all that goes with that, I found the guy, you know, that was in a community I was in that had the business I wanted set up exactly the way I wanted it. And I reached out to him and said, I want to know what you did. I want to know how to do it and I'll pay you. And he'd never done that, but he was like, okay. And I paid him and we talked and he's become a very close friend of mine. And we, it evolved from at first it was him teaching me and I got everything in place and, and it evolved into a, a thing where peers and we help each other and give each other advice. And like, really, you know, it's been a mutually beneficial thing, but for a long time there, like it was him showing me the way. And when I did that, that was the fastest growth period that I had in my business. I think my business like five X in like a very short period of time. That is the shortcut. If you're looking for the shortcut, the shortcut is to follow the proven path from the person that's already made all of the mistakes to achieve that result, because they can tell you what to do and what not to do. And if you just do those things, like you're going to be there. So I definitely agree with everything you said. And uh, like you said, it doesn't really matter what it is. This isn't about like, hey, go grab our course. This is about if you don't want to go back to work, how do you do it? And the answer is really like, you got to replace your income. And the fastest way you're going to do that is probably with some sort of freelance service, which means you either already have a skill that you can start marketing or you don't have a skill that you can start marketing yet, but you, you want to learn one. And if that's the case, then the best thing you can do is go invest in a course. What's really a very affordable education that's going to give you all the answers right away can probably be consumed in a weekend and then you're off to the races. Yeah. I think the next time I get one of those emails where somebody's like, can I learn this online for free? I'm just going to be like, well, this podcast. I'm just going to be like, well, you tell me, search genius.
you know, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I probably won't say that, but I'm just, I don't know. That question always bothers me. Cause I'm like, well, I mean, if, if you're so good at searching things, you would have known the answer and not had to email me about it. You know, I feel like you're a little better about this. I just want people to stop getting in their own way. And like, just, if you're interested in a course, just take the course. Yeah. I, and also I was writing an email sequence and I was having to like write an email addressing that objection. So it's like very fresh on my mind. I just had that, I had that revelation of like, why do people even ask this if they're so good at, at searching and finding things out on their own? Well, I mean, do you have anything else on this topic? I mean, I think it's, we covered uh, yeah, a lot, you know, I, talking about working from home, maintaining your job versus, you know, like the best route to go if you want to replace your income. So I think that kind of covers I do. Places. I would just say if you are interested in doing it, you know, I never tell people to do what I did because I did quit my job very like stupidly, but I will say if you want to do it, it's out there. Like the the opportunities are 100,000% out there. I've been professionally blogging for, I guess, five going on six years now. And I've, I've just seen so many like story after story after story. And I've interviewed people and I've talked to people and I'm at professional conferences with all these people that have done the things that you want to go do. You know, you, do, you the listener, if you want to become a full-time, whatever it is, and you see a cool opportunity online, it's real. There's a lot of stuff out there. Now, I would say, like, stay away, stay away from the multi-level marketing. And it, like, if there's somebody that's listening right now that does multi-level marketing full-time, cool. But I would say that the success rate on that is going to be lower than anything else out there. And I don't think that it's a real business model. I just don't. And I'm sorry if that makes people mad. But providing real no, service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but providing a real service, which is what freelancing and editing and all those things, or creating a real business, which is like, a website or a podcast or a YouTube channel. Like it's all real. So if you want to do it, it's out there. The opportunities out there, you know, you just have to get started. And every person that works online that I know is like, man, I wish I had started this years earlier because they they get that taste of like freedom or working from home or making magic money on the internet. And they're like, man, if I had done this two or three years ago and I really wanted to, I would be exponentially further along and so, and I kick myself for that too. I wish I'd started blogging back in like 2010, you know, the, I'd be, yeah, I said that like, in our mastermind the other day where I was like, man, I wish I had started this when I was at A&M, when I was in college, like, yeah, I had I'd, all this time in my hands. If I started Morning Money Man back in 2010, I would have like a private jet. I would be in a great place in my life because it's just, you know, like there's the earning potential is just, you know, limitless sometimes with the blogs and like same thing with an agency, you can build an agency to whatever size you want. I mean, you can build multi-million dollar marketing agencies. It's out there. It's possible. So, so anyway, just get started and don't, you know, don't find excuses to not do it. If you want to do it, there's a reason that you're thinking about it. You know, you're not happy maybe, or you're just not satisfied with where you are in life. Like you need to just lean into that and go, I don't like the situation. I'm tired of just, you know, I'm going to change it by, and I'm going to change and it. I'm going to do something. And you got to do it now because the sooner or the longer you wait, the the more you're going to kick yourself when you actually, when the pain gets real enough and you finally do jump in and do the thing, you're going to be like, man, I wish I'd done this so long ago. So. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you're not sure where to start, you're not sure what to do, really do encourage you to check out the Facebook side hustle course. The link is in the show notes. We really believe it is the fastest way to create a six-figure income that is out there online right now. And so whether your goal is to make an extra two or three grand a month, or if your goal is to completely replace your income and earn more than you ever have before, that's our number one recommendation. Not because we create a course on it. We created a course on it because it's our number one (laughs) recommendation. So check that out. 
Thank you for listening. And uh, if you got any ideas for the podcast, let us know. Team at LaptopEmpires.com or in the comments. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to LaptopEmpires.com forward slash podcast. We out.